0: Well, the world champion Blackburns returned to action last night, putting on an impressive display against uh, the hapless Wallaroos in Brisbane. Several players made their debut for Alan Bunting's side as they look to impress ahead of next month's North American tour. Uh, and, of course, uh, the possibility of the World 15 edition number one later in the year, which we are hosting in New Zealand. Well, former Black Ferns captain Les Elder has plenty of experience when it comes to beating Australia on their soil, and she joins us this morning to talk about last night's win. Good morning to you, Les.
1: Morning, Smithy
0: Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, um, what are you up to these days, by, these days, by the by? Because, of course, um, you've retired <laughs> now. So what's keeping you busy?
1: Yeah well I have sunk myself into a bit of part-time work obviously I've got a baby due in two weeks time so taking the time to just kind of catch up on a few years of uh, hard work so um, yeah working part-time studying part-time and then just doing a bit of speaking and things like that around around the place so it's been quite nice.
0: Fantastic! Absolutely great to to hear that. Right, uh, what a performance last night. First up, uh, when you consider there was uh, a lot of new combinations, uh, a lot of um, yeah. relatively new people to the mix. So, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought awesome to see six girls get to debut with a couple of them dotting down over the try line, um, which was really cool. Um, I thought defensively they were outstanding. Like The intent that they had at the breakdown, Australia just couldn't really compete with that. Um, It seemed like they were a bit, uh, I guess, I thought they were quite structured to start with, and then they tried to sort of open it up and bring back that free-flowing style of rugby we've seen last year, which obviously came with a few errors as expected in, in game number one, but I did find that when they actually got it right, they were pretty... Um, pretty relentless, so overall they'd be pretty happy with that performance
0: Les, one of the things that you, you always look at with a scoreline like 50-0, to nil, I mean we rave about the attacking side of things because they managed to score 8 tries, but well, the nil is also important, isn't it in terms of the defence, because that's where it comes from, so uh, that I think that might have been a, a bit of a tick in the column for Alan Bunting last night
1: yeah, 100%. I think they were, that defensive effort from them, um, and you could see the intent in their line speed. Sometimes, you know, a little bit disconnected, but again, first game, that's something they'll tidy up. Um, I thought Ruahe Dumont led that line speed really well a couple of times with some crucial tackles. You can see there, their dojo work paying off as well. You know, you've got locks like Maya Rue, who's not the biggest framed girl, um, bending Eva Kapani backwards who's the Australian prop so yeah I mean some of that work that they've been doing in the preseason season um, is starting to pay off and it, I can't wait to just see it grow and grow
0: Well young Sylvia Brunt has uh, captured uh, two or three of the headlines this morning with uh, a really strong performance last night, uh, what did you make of her at centre?
1: Oh, that's a kid that's just got a massive future, like 19 years old and doing what she's doing. A couple of of men, her tries were just hard, strong running lines. Um, And she's played a lot sort of between 12 and 13, so it'll be quite cool to see her get really comfortable at 12 um, inside Amy Dukesie and outside of Demont. So she was epic. She was outstanding. It would have been interesting to see what she'd done if she'd stayed on the field, um, but I also thought Liana Makaele too, who's another young girl from Auckland, I thought she was outstanding yesterday, both on attack and defence. The balance of her game was unreal.
0: Can you see anything uh, slightly different with Alan Bunting coming in with this performance last night? I mean, can you see his fingerprints on, on any of that last night or is it too early to tell?
1: Um, oh, I, th- I thought at the start that they seemed a bit more... Structured, and so I thought, oh, are we sort of going back to that? Um, but then, as the game sort of unraveled, you seen that Smithy influence come through last year and um, start to shine. I thought there was a couple of interesting um, kicking options, so sort of in our own half, sort of contestable kicks that probably didn't pay off. But I wondered if that was something new, and I know Smithy wasn't huge on the big on the box kicks and things like that. Um, but I, I think what they're trying, you know, they've talked about the DNA and how we like to play rugby, and I think that's still where they're going um, with a bit of polish, and I think that polish has just still got to come.
0: OK. Um, in terms of the next couple of years, I mean, do you perceive, uh, there's still a lot of rugby to be played this year just by the by, but uh, I just wonder whether you, you see this as a bit of a changing of the guard or... Just an opportunity while uh, some of the uh, more senior players uh, take a spell doing other things.
1: Yeah, I think the change of the guard came last year. You know, Um, we had so many girls debut for the team, and I'm happy to say I was one of the ones that got changed out. You know, and and that's just how it is sometimes. Um, So I think that change of the guard has sort of been happening for a little while, sort of the past year, Um, and it's. It's good. Like the girls that are in there are playing some good rugby, um, but they're also giving other girls opportunity and rewarding girls for performance in Opaki, which I think is really critical. And in the stage of the game that we're at at the moment is we still are sort of getting used to professionalism. Um, the girls knowing that they can't, well, that they have to be performing every time they get the opportunity to play. And to see um, bunts reward performance in Opaki and see those girls debut last night Uh, I think that's really cool
0: it's a clear illustration that uh, Opaki is working isn't it because there would have been such a big transition and very little rugby uh, for these girls to to develop through I mean just it just has to keep happening and we have to see uh, an extended competition don't we 100%
1: I agree Um, Opaki, I mean Kate Henwood Whose story I just love to tell um, Knowing Kate for the last sort of six years um, She would never have been seen If she didn't get to play at Opaki This year, I mean that lady's been playing rugby For the Volcanics for over a decade You know, but it was in Opaki That she was seen and now she's made her debut At 34 years old So yes, Opaki has a crucial part to play in, in our rugby calendar um, yes we want to see it extended, I'm unsure if that extension is ready to go or that expansion is ready to go to Australia, I think they've got to do a bit of work mm. so that we get some quality games um, but even if we can go to a two round super rugby opa key here in New Zealand, uh, I think that would be what everyone would be hoping for next year
0: yeah, it's a sort of double-edged sword isn't it really I mean we, we know at the moment um, That we're superior to Australia Our scores reflect that, goodness me they've never Ever held the Laurie O'Reilly Cup um, But if we don't give them opportunities Against New Zealand sides uh, it's, it's very hard to see them getting Any better
1: Yeah, yeah it is a double-edged Sword um, and You've got the I guess we're still trying to grow the game So the quality of the fixtures needs to be you know attractive for people to come and put bums on seats and then at the same time we do not want to help our neighbours because that we are going to make each other better so it's a tough um situation i guess for new zealand rugby and australia rugby to be in and i don't actually know what the decisions have been made um around 2020 uh, 2024 um so yeah i think hopefully that news comes out soon
0: I think we get a better indication, too, as we head to, uh, towards uh, North America on just where this uh, current squad that Alan Bunting has uh, assembled are at. I think there'll be sterner tests over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, Canada, Canada have grown leaps and bounds over the years that I've played in the Black Ferns, and I thought last year their semi-final against England um, was the best game they'd played. You know, they almost beat England in that semi-final. Um, they're a team that's sort of semi-professional. Um, they've got some amazing athletes in there, especially their captain, Sophie DeGoody. So we're definitely up against the greater opposition next week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, too, who Bunts goes with because I actually thought the bench made a great impact, especially that front row. Um, Amy Rule and Luca Connor uh, brought some power off the bench last night. So, yeah, uh, up against the better opposition. it um, be interesting to see who they what combinations
0: they go with next week. Seven and a half thousand uh, turning up to watch it live. I don't know what the viewing figures were, but they'd be very healthy on this side of the Tasman, I'm sure. Are uh, you happy that the, the, the women's rugby brand is growing in between World Cups? Because we're always going to get that level of, of excitement and interest at World Cup time, but it's those mm-hmm. years in between which are, are, are going to be, I think, um, the talking point or, or the selling point in terms of the game.
1: Yeah, well, it's, a. I mean, in the time that I was eight years in the Black Ferns, we'd never had a game in, in Brisbane, Australia, so um, to take it there, and Brisbane's got a strong Kiwi following as well, but also it's a strong rugby um, state, so to take the game there and and to get, you know, on a Thursday night, it um, was good to see, there's a lot of Kiwi supporters there, I must say, which is pretty cool, but um, yeah, we just need to keep moving on this momentum, you know, and we're seeing what's happening in the NRLW game and the things they're doing to market the game and to really make it appealing. Um, we've, we could probably steal a few tricks off them, I reckon, but, um, yeah, we got we got to capitalise on this momentum and finally to get the Black Ferns playing games after, what, maybe six, seven months since their last mm. game. Um, you know, we, yeah, we've got to see more test matches.
0: Oh, look, I totally agree. Some people would argue, look, we haven't seen the All Blacks since, uh, what, November last or December last year, and here we are uh, going to see them in a couple of weeks' time in July, so I suppose they would argue uh, that against it, but it, but it is important. Yeah, it, it really is important. It, it is so important that, that, that it continues on in this vein, and particularly, uh, I think, because, uh, you know, we are the world champions, and if, if the world champions aren't on display, uh, what chance uh, for the game developing around the world?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, what was really cool, I think, um, to see this year was New Zealand rugby bid for the WXV, which they were successful in. So to get, you know, the top six te- te- women's teams in the country, uh, in the world, coming to New Zealand in October to play. um, I think that's awesome. And it's going to be a good spectacle and a bit of a, you know, move match not just with England but with France as well who'd probably be looking for a bit of redemption so I'm looking forward to that later in the year
0: yeah look i, I think we all are because we, we know that um, England and France but uh, when you see some of the the six nations women's rugby uh, come through to on our television screens i, I, I you know it, it makes you uh, have a desire to watch us more and con and combat with those those teams from the other side of the world and I think that is so important, like almost a like a Northern Tour, like the All Blacks have every year, I, I think that should be on the cards almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, at the moment, right, the I guess the options are, are there, for, opportunities are there for us, and um, I, there's a bit of growth, I think, to happen in sort of the, the levels underneath the Black Friends and underneath Super Rugby Opiki, whether we go with a under-20s like the men's, or you know that's what the Six Nations have at the moment. They have a Six Nations under 20s as well. So, um, we've got to keep up with that stuff, if not stay ahead of it. Um, but we've got a bit of catching up to do in that development space. But those are the opportunities that present themselves. Um, but I know you know everything money talks, so yeah, it's, it can be yeah. very difficult as well.
0: Absolutely, spot on. You summed that up beautifully. Um, I just wanted too, uh, with your travels and the people that you're talking to, do you sense? In New Zealand, uh, we have capitalised on uh, a great World Cup last year to the extent that you would have liked to see, or or are we lacking a wee bit?
1: Oh, um, I I think, honestly speaking, we probably could have done a little bit more. Um, In saying that, I'm not in in the thick of it like the girls are, so I know they've been involved in a lot of promotional stuff and things like that, which has been awesome. Um... But I do wonder if there was sort of opportunity lost, you know, but since November last year to now. Um, what the, what it could have looked like, I'm not too sure. So I do understand that it's, it's a fast-moving beast, the women's professional game, um, and mm. probably a beast that we're all struggling to keep up with. So uh, I feel for those at New Zealand Rugby that are, you know, tasked with, making all the big decisions but yeah probably happy with where it's come, where what we've got to look forward to for the rest of the year but maybe missed a bit of an opportunity with that momentum i think
0: yeah i think we might have too but however um, maybe a double round of uh, oopiki might have fixed that but hey look Liz, uh, fantastic to catch up with you this morning thanks for your thoughts on last night and uh, the team uh, as it uh, assembles and its uh, new players in particular uh, all the very best, uh, most importantly, with, uh, with the baby in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, thanks very much for your time. We, we really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me, guys.